So today what we're going to do is we're going to look at raised grain and hay sales. And so again, you know, same conversation of when I took a couple of truckloads of corn or soybeans, or I sold some round bales, got a check in my hand, went and put it in the um, bank and I need to go home and put it into QuickBooks. So I've got that record into my accounting system all set and hunky-dory. And so there is one thing we're gonna do before we get into actually recording the deposit and we'll talk about why I did it when we get to the point. But so we're on the home screen. What we're gonna do is we're gonna come up to the main taskbar here and we're gonna go into edit, which is the second one right after file. We're gonna left click that, go down to preferences and left click. And what that does is it opens up this little screen here that we can see different things that we can change or edit within our account. So maybe we've got, you know, we're wanting all uppercase letters. And so we can go ahead and check that box. It's different things that we can go and set. We can set sales tax. But what we're going to do is the very first top line here is accounting. Within accounting, we're gonna go into the company preferences tab. And what we're gonna do is the second box down is your class section. We're gonna check mark use class tracking for transactions. And again, once you get that checked, we're gonna hit okay. And it changed something. I'll show you what it changed just here in a little bit. And so we got a check for selling grain, we need to record a deposit. And so as we've done in previous videos, what we're gonna do is down here in the banking section, we're gonna go into record deposit. So once we get in record deposit, it's similar to what we always do. Start with the top left, work your way down, going left to right. And so same, 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 all of a sudden we get here and now here's that class. Why, why is that class there? Well, what we're gonna use class for, and this is something critical when you start talking in agriculture is, think of what you typically sell in a given year. Sometimes you could be selling grain that was produced in 2017, but the current year is 2020. I've had it sitting in the grain bin for three years. Same with livestock. livestock you could have livestock three, four, five years, and then maybe you're calling stuff and you need to get rid of it. What we're gonna use the class for is we're gonna use the class to designate the actual year of the transaction, but then we're going to designate what year of production it's tied to. And so for grain sales, we could have 2019 corn sold in 2020, and so I'll show you what class looks like here once we get to it in the record keeping. But so we'll go ahead and start with the top left and work our way to it. In our deposit, we're just gonna go ahead and pop it into farm checking account. Again, you can be more descriptive with your accounts than this. This is just something simple for an example purpose. We've got the date. We've got the memo. You can leave the memo as just a deposit if you want, but again, I like being more descriptive. If there's something better that I can put in that memo line, I want to do it. And so, for instance, with this, what I'm going to say is maybe this is tied to a, oh, sorry about that, can't spell, contract 
number 11, 2255. And so I'm fulfilling a contract that I've got outstanding. This is a posit that's tied to that contract. And so on the memo line, I'm just gonna go ahead and put that contract number in there. So I've got it for reference. Um, in terms of received from, we're just gonna go ahead and put that was co-op elevator or from account, what are we doing? We're gonna go ahead and say that we're selling corn. In the memo line of this, what are some things I'm looking for? Again, I'm wanting to try and be as descriptive as possible so I know exactly what transpired in this transaction. So maybe what I wanna say is I went and I sold 10,000 bushel and it was for and put the at symbol at $4.05. Um, again, if there's more information on this that you're wanting to put down, maybe you're wanting to go ahead and put the basis number on here. Make the memo line yours and make it be something that helps you in terms of quickly referencing information that's key to your operation. And so now, again, continuing on to the right, we get to the check number and the payment method. You don't have to fill these in. These are just kind of handy for information purposes. If you get to talking to the vendor, you can quickly reference what check you're talking about, which will speed along the process on their end for being able to get on the same page and know what you're talking about. And so I'm just gonna go ahead and put that they paid us with check number 98457. And as I said, it was a check. Now we get to that section where it's talking about class. And so I need to be able to put in exactly what we're doing. And so if I hit the drop down box, you'll already see I've got two accounts in here. You can always go into add new, but for this instance, what we're saying is in 2020, I'm gonna say that this was 2019 corn. And so I will select the 2019. Now let's say that it was actually calendar year 2020 and I was selling 20 corn. Well, I don't have the account in here right now. And so I can go in and I can click add new. This little new class window will pop up and all I'm gonna do is simply put that it's 2020 and I'll put 20 corn. And I'll go ahead and hit okay. And now when I go into the class system, I've got that new section in here, but we're gonna go ahead and switch it back to 19. because I said it was 2019 corn production. And so we've got that selected. Now we're to the amount. One neat feature with QuickBooks, and for those that are probably like me that rely too heavily on a calculator, if you don't have the information readily available, say that I don't have um, the actual contract and the invoice right on hand, I know it was 10,000 bushel at 405. That means I've got to do math for the total. You don't technically have to do it. QuickBooks would do it for you. So all I've got to do, if I'm wanting QuickBooks to add, subtract, multiply, or divide something for me, is I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's 10,000 bushels, so we've got 10,000. I'm gonna hit the times key on my keyboard, and now all of a sudden you'll see that that entry screen has switched, and what it's doing is it's a um, transaction tape, just like you would have on a um, regular edition calculator or a cash register is starting to run a tape on this transaction. So I've got 10,000 and I told I want to take 10,000 times something. So now I'm going to hit four 
05, and I'm going to go ahead and hit enter. It went ahead and it or took 10,000 times that 405, and it's telling me that the answer to that equation is 40,500. That's correct. And so now I can go ahead and hit tab and I can go to the next line. So what other information are we wanting to put in this? Well, when you're looking at your scale tickets from the elevator, more than likely it's not just strictly here's how much we're paying you. There's probably some additional fees and some information on that that you need to take into account. And so for instance, we can go in and we can say additionally with the co-op elevator, we had account 053, which is storage, grain, tax, et cetera. Well, what exactly did they charge us? Let's say that there is a storage fee. And so this grain has been sitting in there I've got to pay some additional fees to that. And so we've got that again with the memo, be as descriptive as what your operation needs. Maybe you're wanting to put in there how much they're charging you per month. So it could be three cents per month, five cents per month per bushel. Whatever you need for information, go ahead and put that in there. We'll go ahead and skip the check number and the payment method because we've got that on the first line. But when we get to the class again, what we're going to do Again, this is 2020 crops, or 2020 year with 2019 crops, so we're going to go ahead and select that. And now we're going to say that that was a negative $560, and we'll hit tab so we can go to the next line. Pay special attention to the fact that I put a negative in there because that was an expense. We need to reduce the amount, and you can see that it's reducing it when you come down here to the deposit subtotal and the deposit total. We had 40500 we subtracted out $560. This transaction is going to net $39,940. So in addition to negative subtractions going into a, an account, you could also run into a situation where you're actually getting a premium above and beyond what this contract was for. This is something common that you run into when you've got wheat growers. If I've got a certain protein amount, I could be getting a premium or a positive on top of what my grain sale was. And so for that instance, what you would end up with is you could set up a second, separate account for that, or you could run it in your 5300 account as storage, grain tax, et cetera and say that that was a premium and instead of it being a negative when you got over here it would be a positive it's just something to keep in mind it's however your operation best um, handles and serves in terms of what it needs for information on record keeping but so we go through put in you know actual sale off the contract how much they charge us in storage um, any moisture docs, any foreign material docs, get all that stuff in there, go ahead and hit save and close. And so we've recorded that transaction. And so now let's say that we've gone through the day, we've entered in, you know, whether it be 10 transactions or 30 transactions or 100 transactions, whatever we've done for the day. Again, I've told you before, I always like to go in and double check things.
you know, we're not going to go through transaction through trans or transaction by transaction to look to see what exactly happened and double check it. I just want a quick summary reference so I can look it over and run tally marks through my head saying, yep, we've done that one, done that one, that all looks right. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go over to the shortcuts section and go into reports. And we're going to go ahead and tell it to run a profit and loss detail so we can see what exactly happened. And so we'll go ahead and run it. Click OK to get through that screen. And so now we've got our profit and loss detailed report. Let's go ahead and make it bigger here. And so what do we got? Well, we had a deposit of grain sales and we had an expense for storage. And so those two things ought to be showing up somewhere on this report. Well, let's go ahead and look for the deposit to start out with. So we had 1720 corn, looking down through here, 11.3 co-op, 10,000 bushel. We've got that class in here, 2020 year for 19 corn, 40,500, that's showing up. What about the storage cost? Go down, we've got that 53.30 account for the storage, it's showing up. We've got 560, everything looks good. And so that gives you a quick reference on if you're wanting to go through and um, you need to record, again, raised grain or hay sales. That's the general purpose of it. And again, quick reminder, when you start running into those um, additional factors, whether it would be um, for premiums or discounts, You'll just need to make sure that you pop in there negatives and positives. Keep those um, straight and focused when you're starting to talk about discounts and um, premiums when you're selling stuff. But with that, we'll go ahead and close this section. If you got questions, shoot me an email. And with the next one, we'll go ahead and pick it up and we'll start looking a little bit on livestock. So I'll see you then.